ไปแล้วอยู่แหวนกับตัวเองไปสอนให้เกิดทุนังถูกไหมเอาน้ำดีสาอิสระตัวเรื่องสเปนิชไฟอิสระเรื่องสเปนิชไฟโอ้รีบารีบาฟูจูจู That's some deep cuts. That's that's some yeah. There's like five people going. Yes. <laughs> I feel like I'm lagging. Oh really? You don't sound like you're lagging. Can, you can you can hear me. It's just my picture is is my picture all your pitch is a little out of whack, but your vocals uh, seem perfect. Oh, technical difficulties. Uh, I've never mm. been so quiet uh, mm. at the start of an episode. Maybe this yeah. is just what you need, guys. Hang on, I'll stop my video and start it again. Okay. Right. See if I reboot in any more cohesive way. Oh, well, whatever. Is... As long as I sound all right, that's the main thing. You're coming through loud and clear. Yeah, yeah, sound perfect, man. Like well, always. Well, then I just will stop looking at myself, which, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, is the main thing I like about Zoom. Is that yeah, it's, you get to see your perfect visage. It's me yeah. right there. And the other thing is, I don't. Even, I, it doesn't matter what you're doing because I'm just looking at myself. Yeah, well, that's true. Well, uh, to be honest, I'm just looking at the both of you. Uh, you know, I haven't seen your faces for so long. It's really, really good to see you, Rick's perfect baby face, and Carl's yeah. grizzly Adam's beard. It's getting big. I've had a trim as well. So yeah, I know. Looks, you, yeah. It looks very well maintained. There's a lot of volume mm. in that beard, Carl. Yeah. A lot of volume, but there it is. is. It's at. Hipster barista levels, though I would say. No, I'd say I'd take it a bit further. I'd say he's at forged in fire levels. He's yeah, at, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go with that. Yeah, yeah. He's, at, he's at bladesmith level now. He's gone past hipster barista. <gasps> hipster to blade. That's awesome, bladesmith. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that all the time. Yeah, you will look at home at forged in fire. I was saying just before we started recording that I've been watching YouTube videos about how to. <laughs> maintain a beard because it's big now it's like I, I don't know and then when i got my hair cut last time after like the first lockdown i got him to trim my beard and it was he trimmed it okay but it was like wasn't super happy with the trim like yeah. kind of cut my mustache really short and it's like i've been trying to grow that for ages because i want to part it in the middle and push it to the sides <laughs> yeah you know? like a long sort of where you get that big bushy one like jason jason's got the perfect mustache at the moment i do i i did an audition on the weekend which was for a police chief uh and so i shaved my beard off and just left a big old bushy mustache uh which is great because when i go out now i don't have to be embarrassed at all because i have a mustache because i got a mask all the time so no one knows i've got a secret mustache that's perfect (laughs) and um i think we've discussed this a little bit on the podcast before uh, about wearing masks and how uh surprisingly uh fun it is i Mm. feel great i feel badass in a mask like wandering around a little bit like a superhero it's great i'm all about the masks um i will be continuing so wear masks long past any any <laughs> government mandated uh, rules and regulations. I'm going to push it as far as I can Let's to see make masks just a, a normal thing. I yeah, reckon we'll get away mask. with it for a long time now, though. Oh yeah, I yeah, think for so. sure. I don't think anyone would look twice now. Nah. Now we look twice when someone's not wearing a mask. I'm like, I walked yeah. the dog the other day and I just took off and I got around the street and I was like. Oh fuck! I forgot my mask. I got all, <laughs> and I ended up going down laneways and stuff so no one could see me. <laughs> no one had to double you. back. Just yeah. If you ever find yourself in that situation, break into a jog. Oh, true. Yeah, you don't have to wear one when you're jogging. Seems weird because you're huffing and puffing when you're jogging. I feel like that's when you should wear a mask more. It's it is a weird thing because I do go jogging and I do feel terrible. But Mm. you you literally can't wear a mask and jog. It's hard. But I do feel like I am the worst person right now. I am 
really breathing heavily along this footpath. And sweat's um, flying off you. And yeah. could, you know, wear a, could, could you wear a snorkel and jog? <laughs> <laughs> Just with a mask over the end of the snorkel? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't see why not. You don't need to start getting creative. That's um, really good. And that would probably be good for your breathing, like having to breathe through a tube, like yeah. help you develop your aerobic base and stuff. Yeah. And, get, and prepare you for if you ever end up on a ventilator. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. True. I've been here. I've done it. Oh. <laughs> I'm Love ready. And I'm tube ready. And if, <laughs> and if, if you ever, uh, you know, c- catch a rogue pu- uh, puddle, you're set. <laughs> yeah. If there's a flood, you can just go yeah. down into like, rogue. you know, just freestyle it. Rogue I, freestyle. I do make sure I give a very wide berth. I'm the, I'm a very uh, polite runner. Uh, but right. I, from anecdotally, what I'm hearing is that not all runners are as polite as me. Yeah. A lot of runners are like, I'm getting from point A to point B in as, quicker fashion as possible yeah. and I will not be swerving out of my uh, quickest possible route. Mm. Uh, I so think get out of my way, are... maskies. <laughs> I think people are less nice when they're, you know, pushing that exhaustion point. Yeah. Like in any, like it's like cyclists. Are so, I mean, they're taking their lives in their hands because they're riding next to cars and all crazy pelotons where they're all incredibly close to each other. That must be terrifying. Yeah. So they're always aggressive, like super aggressive. Mm. The, and I think uh, runners are like that as well because it's like, oh, this is fucking awful. I feel like shit. Oh, the ma- there's the people in my is, way. The maskies in my neighbourhood have been doing pretty well, like down the supermarket. There's the odd chin wearer or nose outer. Yeah, but, I don't uh, get that. What is I that? Get, I don't get it. It's like, hey, come on, put your nose in. It's put like people in. who wear their bike helmets but don't strap it up. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, or hey, it's um, people who who don't touch on on trams until the inspector gets on and they're like, oh, fuck. Better. Yeah. So they can, you know, it's like they can pull their mask up really quick if the whoever yeah. mass police come along they're not in it to uh to actually protect uh yeah. and you know help society they're in it to you know they're doing the bare minimum yeah to yeah. avoid any financial repercussions <laughs> i feel i feel like 12 is a weird age as the cutoff like kids under 12 don't have to wear a mask and it's like you gotta cut but, it off somewhere i guess i guess but quit, why isn't it 10 alexander's wearing a mask yeah and it's yeah. fine you know, I, I, and I, I mean, I'm I, sure there's a certain age where the kids are just going to be pulling it off their face the whole time. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, Tom's like, come on. And I think, but but I think people are using their uh, common sense, I guess. Yeah, like yeah. if the kid's old enough, you know, and they figure it's going to make sense for the kid to wear a mask, then I think most of those kids are wearing masks. It's yeah. just It's just so people aren't feeling too, you know, uptight about it. It and, was weird because it happened. It's like we're doing masks on this day. It might, I think it was Thursday or Wednesday last week. Yeah. And, and so there, I saw a slight increase in mask wearage, but not heaps. And then the day hit and then everyone was wearing masks. And it's just like, well, why don't you just all wear masks now? Like, yeah. Why wait just, until the day? Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. I was, I was on the mask train. So I, yeah, I've been on I the mask, know what uh, mask train for ages. Yeah. yeah you were a you, pioneer. Yeah. yeah. You were the, yeah. You were the you were shoveling founding charcoal. Father. Yeah. Shoveling the coal <laughs> into the engine of the. <laughs> I accidentally train. dropped my chair all the way down. Hang on a second. You did get very small suddenly. It's like you were trying to reach for something behind you. I achieved Great. the holy grail um, on Visual Tuesday. Comedy. I, oh, achieved, I achieved the, the dream. Uh, I really? lived the dream. Yeah, and it's, okay. it's part of the New World Order. And you've, um, I've, I've heard it going a little bit. Because of the new corona situation, mm-hmm. when, they, when you audition for an ad, um, they've, they've made provisions now that, they cast people in the ad, but then they also cast a standby. Oh. What? And that standby doesn't have to do the ad. They just have to be available on the day of the ad in case right. the actor who was cast 
gets sick. you know gets corona or can't come in because of the sniffles or something. So they need to oh have a, a standby who's getting paid. Yeah, to be at home, and I got wow. I got one of those sweet sweet New World Order gigs. Nice. Really? So Tuesday, I got paid to just sit around my house <laughs> and be available. I literally got paid to not do anything. I couldn't. I wasn't allowed to go and do stuff because nice. I just, had to be, just awesome. in case here if you need. Nice. I was, like, I was like, is this something we could get into? Can you Stand- audition to just be the standby? Yeah. I yeah. don't want to be in the ad. Like I was thinking, Carl, this could get you back in the game. Standby for us. Being at, pay me for being at home. Yeah. I think That's Amanda Buckley best. might have also been paid to be a standby at some point from reading her updates. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, there's a weird thing going on with ads at the moment. Um, I, I know you auditioned for that ad and all the ads that are, that are auditioning at the moment, I feel like they're decent coin all of a sudden. Yeah. Right. For for ages, all the ads that were coming through were a certain level, you know, like mm. six or seven thousand for uh, for the role, you know, yeah. for mm. your run of the mill ad. But they've, it's bumped up to like twenty k just all of a sudden. Like every yeah. ad that comes through, every I'm like, what's what's going it's on with the coin. ads? Where did all the coin why? come from? And they've got to, so they're paying the actors big coin. They're paying for standbys. Yeah, I think something's up, and I, I can't figure out what it is. But it's been a real shift since this virus took over. Is the advertising world making out like bandits in a way that we can't fathom and they have to pass on some of the money in order to avoid repercussions. I don't know what's happening, but I've noticed a shift. Because you think it would go the the other way. way. Like logically you think it would go the other way. Like it just, it's like no one's got any money. We need to do some advertising, but we can't spend a heap on it. That's odd. I wonder why. Yeah. And maybe it's it was just the last three or four ads that came through. I don't know. Well, right? I've, got a call, I've got a call back tomorrow and I quite often just miss out. So now I'm hoping that just missing out equals me being on standby, on standby. standby. Yeah. Because it's <laughs> so even enough if I, to do nothing as well. Yeah. Like, considering you're just oh. doing nothing. We could change our work name to um, the standby guys. Standby yeah. guys. Standby uh, guys. And our motto is here if you need. <laughs> here if you need. Standby guy. What do you do? I'm a standby guy. Oh, good. And then we'll good. be gutted if we get called into set. Like, oh, oh, God. <laughs> oh, someone got uh, sick. Oh, I've got to uh, go in. I've got to do acting. Oh. <laughs> it's the worst. It is not why I got in the business. <laughs> so in terms of being a standby guy, what's like, what's the percentage of what you get paid to do? Or is that just very ad to ad stuff, I guess? Yeah, I guess it varies from ad to ad. So the in this one, let's talk raw percentages. Yeah. Um. It was it was a twenty k ad if you got the if you got the role. Okay. But me yep. as the standby got like a thousand dollars to sit at home. That's awesome. So that's like <laughs> what's that one twentieth of the fee? I guess. Yeah. So yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. What's that? A fifth? five percent? Five percent? I mean, I didn't mean a fifth. Oh, is it five percent? Yeah, like a twentieth. You're the numbers guy. Yeah, that sounds right to me. Oh, I feel like people at home are getting angry. But <laughs> <laughs> like we should know this. I mean, we should know this, but now I can't remember the two numbers. If I sit down with a calculator, I'll be able to figure it out. But who's sure. got time? Who's got time? We're sitting on standby. Yeah. yeah. Now I can't that I'm do rolling anything. in sweet standby bank. If I reach from my phone, I might sprain my wrist and then I can't be the standby guy. <laughs> Well, I'm I'm uh, I'm enheartened. Is that a word? By that, uh, I, I, it's given me. It's, it is now. It's quite often, quite often, embiggened. I get embiggened. Quite often, I, I I just miss out, or I you know I get to that point, and now I'm like, oh great, I've got a yeah. first and a runner up. There's a whole new cherry on that entire ad. It's a carrot on a stick. No, uh, I can't yeah. remember the right way to say it, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, J- Jason, I'm just going to say something just jumped into my head. If with those glasses and your mustache, you look yeah. like Robin Williams in Night at the Museum. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can do it. Uh, uh, Custer. Teddy. No, I think Teddy Roosevelt. Oh, Roosevelt. That's oh, right. But he was dressed in a, like a army. Military guard. Yeah, 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 because yeah, Roosevelt yeah, yeah. was sort of into He's that, on the horse of... with the sword. And... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, all that. It's got kind of a police feel, though. I like it. It's got like a, you know. So oh, yeah. my glasses on. It was a. a... <laughs> this I must just put on my some strange glasses. glasses. Why? Why? What, why, what is What is that, Carl? They're my blue blockers. He's oh. got some blue blockers. <laughs> I mean, they're not. They're called, just, I think they're UVEV. They're like safety glasses, but Carl, they're wearing orange like, lens. They are not, it's not a cool style, but no, they are, they are very it's cricket Oakleys. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they were 20 bucks instead of 200 bucks for the clear ones that you could hack. wear in an office or something um, that only block 60% of blue light. These block 98%. Carl, uh, does this mean you're going to go to sleep looking at the screen during this podcast? I'd, ideally, that would be my wish. Yeah, <laughs> except I am in the kitchen. It's all hard surfaces. All oh, right. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> I like it though, because you're all so, about yeah. you're all about changing your phone screens and everything. And I, I like, yeah. you know, you've got a you've got a, a way around the system. You've you've invested in a way to protect yourself from the harmful wakey lights of yep. screens anywhere in your house. You cannot be surprised by wake wake up lights, except for TV. Because I don't wear them when I watch it. No, I did. If, if like something like Veep, where I don't really care, I'm not like, oh, look at the imagery and it's all that. It's not about the visuals. It's about right. the yeah. witty repartee and the oh, very so funny swears. Yeah, oh, the best swears. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I've watched them wearing that. But I was, you know, watching things like uh, Watchmen. Um, yeah. Watchmen no got tw- 22 no. Emmy nods. Yeah. I heard the most, that. 20, yeah, the, 29 or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. a more, yeah. It was a lot. It's the I finished most... it the other night, like two nights ago. Have you guys finished it? No. Oh, it's, I was too, it's I was too busy amazing. watching. I was too busy watching Rambo: Last Blood. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the Home Alone one? Yeah, well, sort yeah. of. <laughs> yep. Oh. Cool. I watched yeah. Olympus Has Fallen last night. The, oh uh, God, you guys! The what were you doing? Back in the day when people would have given a shit that someone invaded the White <laughs> House know. and 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 threatened the president, I was just yeah. thinking, wow, this does not hold up. <laughs> no. Yeah, they could make a reverse sequel of that, where it's just everyone take going into there. I kept the bad imagining guys are now the good guys because the president was like, "I'm not giving you the codes." I kept imagining Trump going, "Take them, take them, <laughs> here, here, okay, for a million dollars, it can be yours." <laughs> <laughs> yeah no Watchmen you got to finish it it's yeah. fucking it's so well done and it's so because that comic like the original comic is so big in everyone who loves that comic like it's such a like seminal comic like um that they that the, the I don't know how much it's based on the comics the second lot of comics that this series is based on but it's um it's so well done and it it, it weaves in through the old story really nicely and stuff mm-hmm. like everything's just Really well done. Like I was thinking about that and then the Marvel Netflix stuff and just going, oh, fuck, it's like chalk and cheese. Yeah. And that Marvel stuff was great. Some of it was awesome, but this is just like on, it's, yeah, it's fucking really cool. I loved it. Who's the showrunner and stuff on it? Do you know? Is, have they done other Damian, stuff? Damien or Damon Lindelhoff, who's a JJ oh, Abrams right. guy. Right, right. Yeah, so he's done like Lost and all those sorts of things. Is that know? just a fake stage name for David Hasselhoff? I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. I would hope so. It's like the he Hoff. had to come up with a name and he couldn't really think too far out of the what he knew, he what he understood. Drunk and eating burgers. Damon <laughs> Lindelhoff. Like, uh, 
what's your name? They probably they probably sit on the phone. Some a PA called him. It's like, how do you spell your name? This is like Dermot Limbaugh. He's <laughs> just hammered. And then he's like, oh fuck, or whatever. But um, yeah. So it's that, and um, it, I think it's like Bad Robot is kind of yeah. involved in it as well. So JJ Abrams and stuff. I feel, yeah, I feel fuck, like if so it cool. was if it was David Hasselhoff, he would have cast himself in it already. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's, I think he's actually Ozymandias in a mask. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of people in masks. I feel like yeah, he might yeah. have snuck in yeah. there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. And I just, I've got to do a reversal because I said that I was watching uh, Good Omens and I yeah. found it a bit twee and stuff. It's really, it's good. I really like it now. Oh, you pushed through the twee episodes. barrier. Well, the first two episodes, I still, I'm still like, mm, come on. And then the third episode, I was, it was really good, but it's also like this could have been threaded through the first two episodes to build the relationship. So you've got some notes for them, but yeah, all in all, you appreciated yeah. what, they were, what, the, what they're throwing down. After episode three, I was like, okay, I'm on board. But I was okay. just like, the first two episodes were a bit of a waste. So if anyone out there feels like they have similar, you know, opinions to Carl, which is uh, there's a huge, there's a huge oh. tidal wave of support for the Carl McConnell way of life. That's wrong. Yeah. I call it a strong. Um, he's just saying stick up, st- at least get to episode three of Good Omens. Yeah. Central Park yeah. is great. As well, give that a check out while we're while we're doing that. It's on Apple. Central People can't Park. go to Central Park, mate. They can't go is, there. It's no. We can't get on planes. It's a TV stop, show. Stop spooking. It's a TV What's show on Apple it? Plus. It's a musical oh. uh, by the guys who do Bob's Burgers. Um, oh. It's set in Central Park, the caretaker there, he, he and his family. Uh, and it's a musical. It's got heaps of people from. It's got Josh Gad. It's got heaps of oh, people from Hamilton. Um, and so there's like two or three songs per episode per I half don't hour. Don't have episode. Apple TV. It's got Stanley. I don't have Apple TV. Either. Stanley Tuki. Uh, oh. You could you could probably get it off the off the old off teams. the streams. Yeah, or off the yeah. old torrents. Yeah. Oh, hey, um, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> that's that's real turn of the millennial talk. Um, <laughs> well, I've got an admission to make. I I just downloaded the first episode of season nine of the Great British Bake Off because we watched season 10 and I can't get it anywhere else and I need my Bake Off. I need it. Girls on the Bake Off babies. <laughs> and Mary comes in and she goes, what are you doing? I said, oh, I was torrenting. She goes, do we still do that? And I'm like, nah. And then she saw what it was and she's like, oh, and started clapping. Get more. And she's get like, more. Oh, do it. <laughs> Rules do not apply to Bake Off. She was so happy. It's yeah. just free for everyone. You're chasing the, the baked dragon. Oh, I need my dough. <laughs> uh, I've got some random facts. Oh, yeah, cool. Nice. Random facts 292. Sean Connery <gasps> was once pulled over and fined by a British police officer for speeding. The officer's name was Sergeant James Bond. Oh, no. <laughs> that would have been a funny moment. Wow. What would have that sounded like, Carl? <laughs> Ex- um, excuse okay, me, Governor, are you, uh, do you know how fast you were going? I was going 60. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Don't I know you from somewhere? Are you one of the Beatles? Uh, yes. I'm John Lennon. It's to meet you. Oh, it's a real pleasure. <laughs> I'm the walrus. You might get a kick out of this. My name's what? Bond. James Bond. Really? Not James Bond. I'm, I'm actually here to find you. You were speeding quite excessively during, through a school zone. What's that over there? Where? I can't see you. Oh, that's... That's the sign that says how fast you should be speeding. Oh, oh, sorry. I tried to run you over, but uh, I ran over that old lady. Well, I wasn't standing in front of the car. That's that's no. police officer 101. Don't stand I in front of the, the car. I pulled on the wheel, but it didn't turn quick right, enough. Get out of the, please get out of the car. Oh, really? I'm yeah. quite old. I'm <laughs> that's old. too bad. You tried oh, to run shit. me over. 
You've done your dash. Twenty. Although I am still the world's sexiest man. I mean, I am attracted to you. All right, I'll let oh, you go this once with a warning, really? a sexy okay. warning. All right, and don't forget, I did actually hear your name. It's a very I can't sexy. I believe name. I met John Lennon. Oh, what yeah. a day! Yeah, I think it went like that. Yeah, I perfect. think so. I verbatim. Reckon. Oh, word. Yeah. Oh, we can drink. Um, a contestant <laughs> spun the wheel on Wheel of Fortune UK the wrong way, causing the gears to break and <laughs> to stop for the day. You are not welcome back here, I'm afraid. <laughs> I mean... So I've got to say, you should be able to spin it both ways. Yeah, you should that be able to seems, double. That seems foolish. I think the only about, reason you wouldn't be able to is because of it how they've rigged it. Because they oh, want to be able to control where it's yeah. stuck when they want. complex gears. Because you know why? Because the house always fucking wins. Yeah, yeah I was just like, why is, why is yeah. it geared? You don't need it geared. It doesn't yeah, it it's not like it goes around by itself. We know they're why. Just, they just outed themselves. Yeah, they were definitely rigging the system yep. to maximise entertainment. And I'm assuming it favours right-hand people as well, so left-handers get screwed in that. Lefties are fucked on Wheel of Fortune. That is, uh, I mean... The internet lights it up whenever there's a lefty on Wheel of Fortune. It's like, <laughs> like spin this back, poor fucker. Like a Not backhanded a spin. I wonder it's if just... there's a compilation on YouTube of left-handed people on <laughs> <laughs> just struggling, just falling into the bar- falling into the wheel and getting minced. I'm gonna, uh, just I'm gonna, on those spikes. That I'm gonna search it up and see if it's uh, <laughs> see if it's here. Oh God, not again! How is your second lockdown going, guys? I, we've touched a little bit, but uh, I don't feel I've really got a sense of, of how you're travelling. Um, well, I've got, I was going to talk about this at the end of the episode because my lockdown has been tragic. Like my stepdad died. So, oh, um, oh, hey. Yeah. I mean, you guys knew that. So don't have to pretend. No, <laughs> I actually literally was not expecting God. you to say that. Oh, but no, yeah. I did know about it. But that's been my lockdown, really. Like, I mean, in weird circumstances, he was staying up at a farm with my step family has up there mm-hmm. um, in Benalla and he's got dementia and went for a walk one day and just didn't come back. And they found him propped up against a tree. He'd made a little seat for himself and that was the end of him. Yeah, God, which is why we didn't put out an episode last week because we were taking some some time uh, yeah. for that tragic event. That That's, scene does sound like something from a movie. It does. And I kind of was thinking... In, in something and my brother and sister said this as well actually independently of me saying it to them that maybe he had a bit of an idea of what he was doing because he was he had dementia but he was really sharp around side that like he never forgot who i was or anything like that he just could remember what he said two minutes ago mm-hmm. and part of me was just like he knew what his future was going to be and stuff and he was going to forget everyone and forget my mum at some point and stuff and he just took off into the bush and fucked off and just died i <laughs> heard our podcast talking about how like dying in the cold is like a peaceful way to go. That's what, that was the first thing I thought of. I was yeah, like, we were talking we about that. Podcast. Yeah. We had that, we had that on the podcast and I was like, Oh cool. Like that was, you know, cause it was, the thing is there were nights here in Melbourne when he died in Melbourne, it was like one, two degrees maybe. And up there it's like minus two, minus yeah. three degrees. Yeah. And I remember freezing. when we, we drive up there cause we would, like it was a major thing. It was on the news and stuff and there were search parties and helicopters and sniffer dogs and SES and CFA and, you know, friends and family from everywhere and stuff searching. Um, and you go out at night after you've been in the car or something like that and you step outside and it's like fucking cold. Yeah. So Miri and I searched this giant hill one day and that sun went behind the hill and the temperature just plummeted. And then yeah. as we got to the bottom of the hill, my clothes were starting to get damp already. So it was just like, he's done. Like, 
Yeah. It's like he's not, he didn't get past it. He, they found him like one o'clock in the morning on the second night after he'd been missing. And they think that he just died on the first night because he's, he's fit, but he's also 85 and he's got a bit of asbestosis. And, you know, you just, your blood pressure drops and your heart mm. rate drops and yeah, all that sort of stuff just. So you fully plummets. got to do like the, like that scene in a movie where you're out there searching the, 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 the bushland. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, well on, we, turned up, weird ass. we turned up, we weren't part of the group like spread out in a line, checking, checking, checking. And the, ter- the it's like farmland there, but it's like massive hills and then super thick scrub and stuff. So Mary and I just took this massive hill that had big pockets of trees and things. But it's pretty, it's, it was pretty terrible because you're looking going, there's a creek that bisects this hill and it's all steep and awful and you're looking, you've got to look in those places and stuff and you're yeah. like, you don't want to see anything. Like you're like, oh, I don't want to yeah. see him smashed on a rock. Like the yeah, way you're looking for him, but you don't re- stuff, you want to find yeah. him, but you don't really want to, you're worried about what you're going to find, I guess. So, so it's, com- it's a conflicted search. Yeah. Yeah. So the best case scenario was he was just like propped up on a tree where he just, in my head, he, he just was exhausted and sat down on a tree, obviously maybe passed out or went to sleep. And then that was the end of him sort of thing. Yeah. And they haven't, we don't know yet because they had to, when they found the body, it was in such an inaccessible place. The other thing is he is quite fit. So they did a search party and they're like, well, this is the area we'll find him in. It was fucking miles from there. Right. right. Just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like just taken off. So (laughs) yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I I think he probably just got a bit confused and got a bit um, distracted and not understanding where he was. Or it's like, no, fuck it. I'm, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. I'm out. I've had enough. I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, you're having a pretty crazy year, Carl. This year's yeah. really piling up the unusual and sort of cataclysmic events for you. It's really testing your one thing at a time theory as well. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, I don't know, man. I mean, yeah. Okay. So we had fires, then lockdown. But, it, but at the start, before that lockdown and, after, and in between the fires and the first lockdown, my mum died. Yeah. And then... In the middle of this lockdown, like we had to get, we got stopped leaving the city, coming to the country. And yeah. I say, you know, watch your business here. And I explain the situation. They're like, go on through, go on yeah. through. Go like, on. straight through. That is but a then clean green once, light. Once he'd been found, we weren't allowed to go back in. Yeah, We weren't right. allowed to go back up there. So we took off again the next day just to go be with family and support and stuff and came back home. And then that was it. We haven't been up since. And right. they, there's no, they live in the middle of fucking nowhere, this farm. And it's, um, there's no reception there unless you're on the top of the giant hill or something like yeah, so it's yeah. hard to keep in so mary spoke to my step-sister-in-law um natasha who and so they had a big chat today and because all this it means because mum died certain things were went into place with in terms of just like insurance and super and things like that yeah yeah and it was all going to him and now he's gone and now it goes it's like everything's all the i had been today actually with, yeah just yeah now it's all like well do i need to be the probate why do I even oh. know what that means? And oh, it's all adult shit. stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I don't want to do that. The I'm real, just being a standby it, guy. It's the dark <laughs> side of adulting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, yeah, look, it's, I don't know. But look, it's different to my mum because it was like, it didn't seem that bad a way to go. I mean, I, you know, it would have been terrible, but it's not yeah. like. It's like simultaneously just, worse and better, like the yeah, situation. Yeah, I feel like. And it's peaceful. I think it would have been pretty peaceful at a certain yeah. point. I think once you get past the shivering, it's like, you know, this is pretty good. Like, yeah. <laughs> and he was also older than my mum. Like he was 14 years older than my mum. So he's 80, 
86. In a couple of days, it would have been 86, I think. 86. Um, I feel like they're still short of saying a good innings. I feel like... No, I reckon when that's you say good, good innings. innings. 80s, I feel 80s. like that's... Yeah, I feel innings. like that's a good innings. Yeah, oh, yeah. I reckon uh, anything over 80, particularly 85. I reckon 85 is a good cutoff for good innings. Yeah. All right, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if it was 90 yeah. or 85. That makes sense. So, so he'd had a big, long life and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. And he yeah. was heartbroken. Like, he just adored my mum, like, forever sort of thing. So, yeah. you know, there's not that there anyway, now anyway. Because he had little moments where he'd just disappear. He had a photo, like, a couple of days before, he had a big photo of her that was beside his bed. And he's like, I'm off to find Hina. And Uh-oh. it's like, are you? do you know what you're saying when you say that? Like, you're yeah. literally just going to walk. Like, because then you start backdating stuff from when he died. Like, did he know what he was doing? Like, he's just like, I want to go be with Hina now. Because he's been yeah. saying that a whole lot. Or yeah, was he just sort of completely it. just not, his head wasn't there properly and he's like, I'm going to go find Hina because he thinks he's still alive. Yeah. So anyway, that's my story. Oh, yeah. So yeah, it's been crazy, been times. tragic. Bloody but I'm hell, expecting can't... like the next 10, 20 years to just be fucking golden from this point. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean... Though I still have my mystery ailment, so who knows? Maybe I'm Oh, next. yeah. Yeah. Though, sorry, I'm making this all about me. No, um, you're the most interesting of all of us. At the moment, yeah. Yeah, I've got all the good stories. Um, Mary said, like, before Wall died, um, like, do you think, because I was t- talking about it, remember ailment, and she said, do you think it could be, like, grief or something? And I was like, oh, I don't know. Broken heart. And then I was thinking, like, grief would be stress and could it be some kind of manifestation of stress in my body? Yeah. Because I could do, like, when I did that stress test, that, was, that thing was there and I could feel it and it was strong. But I ran normally. Like, it didn't stop me from doing stuff. And so I get these waves of it and then I'm trying to take note of when I'm getting frustrated with Alexander when I'm, when I'm working with him and teaching him sort of thing. And I'm like, fuck, maybe stress. Like, and stress fucks up your digestion and things, you know, which would explain certain things. I don't know. I hope it's that because that seems um, better than, it you know. Feels, it feels like a worthwhile rabbit hole to dive down on the internet one day. For you just to explore (laughs) grief, illness, uh, sore sore chest. Nothing could go wrong. I think think there are dust to be joined there, particularly with those glasses on as well. I think it works. (laughs) Those orange lenses really do (laughs) accentuate the beard in a a way. (laughs) It adds to the hipster. I almost shaved my... Yeah, that's true. Better, uh, be, you, these will become a thing at some point where you just be down the street at night and everyone's like, oh, too much light, man. Like, yeah, you can wear those in the forge as well, I reckon. They are safety yeah, glasses. Yeah, they are safety glasses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're cheap. They're like 20 bucks. <laughs> some stokes, man. Yeah. So how are you doing, RB? I, I mean, uh, everything kind of pales in comparison to that kind of story and uh, amount yep. of, uh, of uh, grief and loss. Um, but uh, how are you pushing on? Yeah, good. I, I feel like it's a, um, it's a, definitely a different beast, this, this lockdown. Uh, mm. you know, talked a little bit, I'm a, I'm a bit healthier this time around, which, is, which gives it a different feel. Um, sports on, which I realised is a big thing for me, like just being able to sit and watch some football. Yeah. Like I'll, I'm, I'm probably more into watching sports like football than, than um, you guys, AFL, I mean. Yeah, um, yeah definitely. Definitely. And I've, I find I, I can just watch any game. I don't even... Oh, really? It doesn't matter who's playing. I'm like, oh, footy. And I'm really happy. <laughs> Although I did get my first pang of like um, FOMO or, or sadness watching uh, one of the recent games that was in Adelaide. And they had a ma- they had a proper crowd at the oh, really? game. Yeah, it was like... It just seemed like a full ground of people. Right. Um, Shit. 
And and I just saw it and I was like, oh man, like that's in Australia. Like that's that's just like in the next state. Like that's not yeah, far yeah. away. And they're just like yeah. living their lives now. They're just doing stuff and going to the footy and there's they don't have to worry. They're not wearing masks at the footy. They're just doing their do. And I was like, that gave me my first pang. I'm like, oh, but then I was like, oh, at least I get to watch it. But but that'll be us. Like yeah, that'll I mean, be like that's that's that'll be us soon, and then they'll be us yeah. next. You know, yes. like it's just going to keep like you know round you're reading about go. other states getting it now, and you know it's like oh we've, they've got three cases in Queensland, and now it's like going no now we've got a hundred cases. Yeah, it's exactly what happened to Victoria. But my eldest uh, daughter had to go back to school for a week um, after the holidays because she's in like doing VCE, so year 11s and 12s went back to in school learning, but then her school shut down because someone got a case. Um, and like, we're going to be closed for 24 hours or, um, maybe 48 hours. And it's been almost a week and a half so far. And each, each night we have to wait and they send a message at like 10 30 at night saying, just confirming we'll still be closed tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's um, a crazy kind of limbo to be in. Like, uh, are you going to school or not? Yeah. But we just assume she's not now, but it means yeah. we get to do more, um, more TikTok dances. So it's all good. It's all good. Oh, awesome. I haven't checked my Instagram for those for ages, so I have a good oh, um, you've back, got a backlog. Thing, backlog. Yeah, <laughs> I love a good some, backlog. Some sweet, sweet dances. Uh, yes, if anyone's keeping uh, keeping tabs, we're up to uh, sixty-two and a half thousand now. Uh, for nice. that <gasps> of ours that went that went big. And are others going been dragged along with it? Oh yeah, the general level of the videos is definitely up across the board. Like wow. yeah, where, yeah. Whereas it used to be like you know happy if you got sixty or seventy views. Yeah. Now, yeah. It's, it, now it's like. 100, 200 is, is the bare minimum, you know what I mean? No. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, cool. Great. I mean, we're basically TikTok famous as well. Yeah, you're so basically yeah, booga- boogaloo life. famous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you monetized yet? Have you got a, a, a strategy for monetizing? I pay Millie to teach me dances. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. So she's monetized it, yeah. Oh, she's I smart. See it, I see it as kind of exercise. Like I'm paying for a personal trainer. Oh yeah, nice for thirty sec- thirty minutes of high intensity. <laughs> well, my... how, long it, how long does it take you to do? No, it's actually getting quicker. Oh, is uh, it? Because your moves um, are getting smoother. Yeah, I'm just. Uh, there's a lot of the same moves, so I'm sort of used to uh, oh, okay. a bunch of the the standard TikTok choreography now. Do you have so names for the moves body. though? Do you have funny uh, names for the like? Oh no, not really. Ma- you know, marshmallow into you know glass beaker. <laughs> <laughs> like just weird shit. Like nah. okay. We do it more, it's, it's more rhythm-based. Uh, oh, so she okay. shows me the moves. She goes, we do the pop, pop, pish, and then, that's cool. That's cool. Nice. You need that's a, a making of, dance. like you need to make a making of the da- of a dance. Like, so yeah. we get to sit yeah. behind the scenes. I need to, I need to go back into a stoic uh, philosophy. I think I need to check my ego at the door to allow people right. see me struggling with basic choreography to a point where you know, because when everyone we, loves bit, that, the bit we what, show is where I'm happy enough to allow, you know, yeah, sure. whatever grasp of the choreography I have a, a, a achieved. What you're I'm not showing is geez. you punching 15 holes in the wall. And, uh... <laughs> I mean, there are some, there's some tense times, not so much lately, but um, yeah, we have had some tense times on the dance floor, just struggling. Where she's like, come on, dad, get it. Come yeah. on. She's explaining Again. how I should be Again. doing the move better and I'm not understanding where I'm going wrong and the communication's <laughs> not there. And, and then she gets a cane out and whips your legs. Yeah, verbally. I said, she does it with her mind. No. Her, mm. but she does it with all, her, like Jocelyn, she does it with her mind and her eyebrows. 
<laughs> my uh, my daughters, we took the girls uh, towards the start of this lockdown. In fact, uh, just before everything shut down again, we took everyone to the bank to get uh, open up accounts and stuff like that because we haven't done it with the with the girls really. So everyone oh, yeah. got everyone got a, uh, um, a visa debit card, not a credit, a line of credit, but yeah. you know oh, they have nice. their own savings. Yeah. Smart, smart. And so now shit is just turning up at my door nonstop. <laughs> Like they're all ordering stuff. Today, two packages arrived. Jocelyn gets a package and she opens it. It's a cheerleading costume from Glee. Wow. <laughs> money well spent. Yep, wow. money well spent. Yeah. Then two hours later, another van pulls up at the front. Another package arrives. Clementine's professional tattoo gun has arrived. Oh, my God. <laughs> so now she has an electric tattoo gun. Holy um, shit. Because she's been working in the stick and poke uh, forum for uh, a long time. It's too slow for her now. Too slow. Now she's yeah. got a, a proper meep, meep, meep gun. Oh, uh, I mean, it speeds up the process, but it also accentuates the pain. Yeah. I, I feel like it's, and the mistakes as well, because it's like, <laughs> oh. Oops. <laughs> well, well, stick and poke takes ages, but it's actually quite yeah. co- relatively pain free, you know? Yeah. It's, it's a very gentle. And you get to line each shot up before you hammer it in as well. So you can well, make sure her, it's in the right her one, spot. Her one kind of looks like a long uh, pencil, like a long, a big thick pen rather than, you know how the other ones kind of have a motor at the top and yeah, a yeah. little bit to grab on. There's new models now that are just like a long, thin kind of pen that you use. Oh, okay. Um, so it's a little bit easier to wield and she's gone down that way than, than the traditional gun way. But during um, lockdown, surely the only people she can tattoo is yeah. You Where's guys. your tattoos, Jace? Like, Let's see like, your new oh tattoos. Oh man, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna kill someone here first and then get a teardrop. Uh, but I can't. <laughs> you I, can't I can't kill Clementine because she's gonna do yeah, the teardrop. So. Yeah, sure. So it's sure. either Jocelyn or Sam, one or the yeah. other. Can you take one? Sam of your brings a lot out? more. Sam brings a lot more to the table than Jocelyn. I'm gonna tell yeah. you, Jocelyn <laughs> is expendable. <laughs> uh, we all know Jocelyn's in the firing yeah. line. Bye bye, Sam. Sam. Sam, she brings a lot to the table. We uh, figuratively. We bought if you a take bath. Out Josh, you get the um, Glee costume as well for yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, I will look smoking hot in that. Woo. Make um, a run for it, Jocelyn. <laughs> Why you still can? Don't forget your mask. We bought a bath on the weekend. Uh, oh. It was our uh, non-essential. Uh, it was our essential uh, purchase for the weekend. Uh, so Sounds we, like the sort of thing you could put acid in and get rid of a body. To get rid of, of yeah. someone who you've killed recently. I have, I have to plummet. Have to plummet in first. Have to plummet oh. in first. So I have a gigantic bath sitting in the back room of my house. <laughs> it's massive. It fits Man. me and then some. Like How's it's your life. It's uh, and so and but we got it from uh, we got it from Reese, but we found they had a um. They had like a. Um, Didn't you do an ad for Reese? Reese years, yeah, yeah. Oh, did you? Yes, no, did you name drop? No, no, no. Uh, like we just found them on. It was like on Gumtree, and we're like, "How come this is so cheap?" And they were just liquidating baths, and we got this bath for a hundred bucks. That's still sixteen hundred bucks. Definitely destroyed what? a body in that bath. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so we got a brand new from the Reese thing for a hundred bucks, and they're still selling sixteen hundred bucks in the in the store. But they, Dude. they their warehouse, and so they just wanted to liquidate some stock. So they you just, should be buying all the baths. That's arbitrage. Just I know. buy them all and then just resell them for like five hundred. I know bucks. it's insane. Let's just have a back room full of baths. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like you've got uh, the space. Yeah, I know. We really should. It's just That's insane. Nuts. 
So um, yeah, yeah. So we ended up with this bath for a, a, a um, for one hundred bucks, and we've been talking about redoing the bathroom for ages. We're like, we can't do that. There's no money for that. But then we're like, well, uh, a new bath is sixteen hundred bucks by itself. But now with a hundred buck bath, we're we're looking that we can do the whole job for under a grand. You could get yeah. sixteen hundred buck baths for sixteen hundred bucks. I know. Oh my god! And, and you could start like a day spa. <laughs> I was saying we we could make a float tank, like just put one bath on top of the other and fill it with salt water, make a little oh, float yeah. tank. Yeah, yeah make bathtub gin. <gasps> bathtub gin. You yeah, can start a, a, a distillery. Oh Is yeah, it? blow up my house. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> worth it. Do it. Uh, I have another. We fact. know a wine. We know a winemaker. Oh yeah, can't make wine in a bath, can you? No, no but alcohol is no. alcohol. Sure, I'm sure it's all the same. Just uh, fermentation. Here's a fact. Because of a feud on the set of Groundhog Day, the collaborative filmmaking duo of Bill Murray and Harold Ramis didn't talk for 21 years. Yeah. It wasn't until a week before Ramis's death that the two made up. That's what right. What happened on the set? I, did, I don't know. It's good I did, movie I as have, well. I've heard, I have heard about that before. Oh. Yeah. I've heard that as well, actually. Yeah. But I don't know why. Uh, I, I don't Bill know Murray, the reason. I think Bill Murray is tricky to work with from what I can tell. He's been through I don't some think, things. I don't think he is really, I don't think the script means a lot to him. <laughs> I think he's just like, I'm just going to say these things. Yeah, yeah. The, um, the, there's a uh, thing I stumbled across on YouTube, uh, Josh Gad um, uh, reunions in lockdown. So uh, what's it called? God damn it. I need to, um, hang on, I need to look it up. Uh, to get the proper thing. Keep talking. So what's the deal with Josh Gad? Like, I know who he is, and whenever I hear him sing, he sings like an opera singer. Like, who, what's he? I thought he was a like pop singer, but he's obviously not. No, not he, came, a- he came to prominence. Uh, Reunited Apart is the name of the series, on, um, uh, and it's on YouTube. Uh, mm. And basically, he did six classic movies um, that uh, uh, he did um, The Goonies. Uh, he did uh, Ghostbusters, uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Um, back to the future. He's uh, getting the cast, and together. so he's getting the cast back together over Zoom, um, Sweet. and and for charity. Um, and so they're interesting to watch. They're a little odd to watch because it's basically people haven't seen each other for for twenty <laughs> years. Like it's like Alan Ruck and and Matthew Broderick are like, hey, it's been seventeen years since we saw each other on the street that time. How are you oh, doing? No. <laughs> um, we we cannot indulge in Matthew Broderick content. No, uh, no. It's so close to getting Amanda Buckley on the podcast. Yeah, sure. Yes, Hopefully yeah. she'll be on next week. Um, she might uh, boycott. <laughs> and rightly so. Um, but yeah, Josh Gad started, I think he started in um, Book of Mormon. Uh, yeah, that sounds oh, right. Okay. So he's a musical theatre dude. Yeah, yeah. And then he did Olaf and then uh, has done stuff. Uh, he did a great series that's Olaf on. Olaf in Frozen. Yeah. Oh, okay. Is he the bad guy? No, no he's the snowman. snowman. No, that's oh, just Gad. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm thinking of some. I'm thinking of oh shit. I'm thinking of Groban. Yeah, Josh, Josh Groban. Groban. That's a whole Josh different Groban. guy. That's a whole different job. <laughs> that's I just a different guy who does look a little bit like um like Prince uh, Hans from Frozen. I yeah, right. So who's the, bad the guy, guy I'm thinking of? Josh Groban, because he, he's well, a singer. That's the yeah, but yeah, he he's like singer. an opera singer. Is he musical oh, yeah. theatre or something? But he is a he was he, he is he, a pop singer. You're right. Yeah. Like all of your thoughts about Josh Groban are right. Oh, he's okay. kind of a popera. He's a popera singer. Yeah. Oh God. All right. I need to look him up. Well, but that it's was Josh a confusing Gad that's doing this. Journey, I like wasn't Josh it? Gad. Josh Gad is hilarious. Yeah. He's there's a great show with him and Billy Crystal on Binge. 
Um, oh. Yeah, and and it's where they're kind of playing themselves. Uh, and right. so Josh Brad is producing the show and he keeps trying to tell Billy Crystal how to do comedy. And it's hilarious. It's right. really great. It's kind of like a behind the scenes show. Um, oh, sweet. Awesome. Yeah, check it out. It's on It's on Binge uh, or nice. Fox Cell or whatever it is. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's really, really, I think there's only one series of it, but it's really funny. It's great. Here's an interesting sweet. fact I didn't know. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory didn't have Charlie in the name because at the time of release, the Vietnam War was at its height. Oh, I didn't know oh, that. Oh, wow. American, American soldiers famously referred to their enemy as Charlie, and so they yeah. didn't put Charlie in the title. Wow. Oh, I've wondered about that. Yeah. I didn't know. Well, I thought it would be, make just... the title too long. <laughs> for the movies, for posters and stuff. So, oh, that font's really but small. They, they swapped out Charlie for Willy Wonka, which is longer, Carl. Yeah, they added words. Oh, isn't it Willy? It went isn't from Charlie. Charlie isn't, yeah, okay. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. That's yeah, a whole extra sure. word. Okay. I never really thought about it much, though. <laughs> <laughs> you just thought it was Wonka, 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 Wonka. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Mm. Oh, Coon Cheese are changing their name. Yep. Racists yes. fucked it up for everyone. Who? What? Racists. Oh, right. Idiots. You know. but, but Coon Cheese doesn't have any connection to, because that's a derogatory Aboriginal word. Yeah. It, but yeah, it's also it's not, it's no, not it's, how it got its name, but no. yeah, it doesn't the, change the fact but that. It, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. The, it's the last name of the guy who made the cheese. Is it? Yeah. It's some, I thought it was some, like because it was from Coonabara brand or something. No, no, no. Like it's yeah, the no, last, it's the, the family name. The name. Uh-huh, but, you know, okay. Times so, uh, against him. Yeah. And so racists in the 70s and 80s, you know, uh, used the term coon. Mm. It died down a little bit. I'm not sure all over Australia. Well, maybe it just but, died down amongst people we know. Yes. Actually, um, it's I'm not sure. art school. It's not. Um, I'm sure. Just Australian, yeah. I think. I think it's overseas as well. Right, I thought right. maybe it was just Australian. Because I think it comes from raccoon. I think that was the thing. That it was yeah. that was where the name I think I could be wrong. Because they've because they've got those We don't have to delve too deep into why anyway. yeah. how and the, the racist and so, overtones, uh, but we so all know. Basically in the current climate of, of Black Lives Matter and stuff like that, that people are saying you should change the name because it has racist Overtones because racists use that word mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. because it was named that way. Yeah, uh, sure. And the fact is, the fact is now that it's not an Australian-owned company, and the the people who um, who run it are American, and they just they literally got the the note and went, oh, okay, sure, and changed Changing the name. It. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's so it going to be that, called? Do we know I, yet? Or? I don't know. Oh, I'm sure there'll be a competition and lots yeah. of publicity and people Cheesy writing in. Face. Um, I think speaking of that and, and cancel culture and all of that stuff, I, I was thinking about, we've talked a little bit about cancel culture and where we sit on it all and yeah. you separate the art from the artist. And I, I feel like I got to a, a, a good place in where I sit with mm. it all in terms of cancel culture in that I feel like if it's something that someone said or it's their opinion that they put out there that's on the nose that's that's not cancel worthy. It's mm. they need to be called to task for it, and you know, um, you know, you don't let you don't get a free pass. But that's not cancel worthy. Mm. If it's if it's actions, if it's something that you've done, or if you're using your words as a call to action sort of thing, um, mm. then that is more deserving of being cancelled. So, for instance, J.K. Rowling says stupid, you know. Ill thought through 
comments. Mm. I, don't, I don't know how best to phrase it. Uh, J.K. Rowling said dumb stuff, <laughs> and she needs to be called to account. She needs to maybe be made responsible for that. But you don't mm. need to cancel Harry Potter because of stuff that J.K. Rowling oh, said. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? Sure. Whereas, yeah. whereas uh, Louis C.K. J.K. C.K. I don't know if there's a, <laughs> um, uh, Louis C.K. did terrible stuff, yeah. and so his his art form can be ca- his body of work can mm. be cancelled because of what he's done. Yeah. I feel like it's not black and white and it, there's grey areas yeah, yeah. everywhere, but I feel yeah. like I, I got to a place where I, that made sense to me. Where the line, where your line in, in yeah, the Yeah, so people like, um, what's his name, that had a tweet from four years ago or whatever, that guy. Kevin Hart. Yeah, Kevin Hart. That's not yeah. cancel worthy. It's something yeah, he said, right. it's dumb and you can be called, yeah. he can be called to account for it. But yeah. you don't need to cancel any. You don't need to cancel him or, or boycott his work for something that he's yeah, done. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, something that he said or an opinion that he's had. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's where I was on cancel culture. Okay. Nice. My update. Mm-hmm. My I've got a little update. My theory behind it is that it's like like millennials and our kids' generation. I don't know if they're millennials. I don't know what the whether cutoff is for things anymore. Um, because they're so like device native like they've always had internet and this and they're so connected with all your socials and all that sort of stuff is that there's so much information coming in constantly all the time that as soon as something's slightly off they can just go not cancelled because that gives them like a little bit of breathing room where they don't have to think about that thing yeah you know because it's always coming in it's like oh a moment's respite well i cancelled that off there and you know i mean that's very simplistic but yeah i feel like it's kind of one of those things where it's just I feel sorry for them. I hope I'm because I'm heading into that point where I think uh, you know, Senior Alexander's going to want a phone and he's going to want to get onto social medias and things. It's like you've yeah. got kids like that and navigating that, and that just the fact that you know they're constantly on phones and they're constantly connected yeah. in these weird ways that we never worked at that point when our brains yeah. were developing in certain ways. It's just yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and during this lockdown, inexplicably, my um, TikTok daughter Millie, as I mm. call her, my TikTok daughter. TikTok daughter. Um, <laughs> She's become obsessed with One Direction out of right. nowhere. Like ten year all... anniversary just rolled by, right? Yeah, and the One what Direction anniversary? Ten, ten year, year since they since they formed formed. Seriously, ten years. Yeah, yeah. I thought and, it was um, yesterday. And we didn't go through much of a One Direction phase when they were when they were big proper when they were yeah. around yeah, right. when they were actually in the. Zeitgeist. Oh, we did. We did here. This no, we just, oh, they were just boy. always on the fringes. Our kids never really dabbled that much. There was a couple of right. songs that they were like, they're, they're good songs, but nothing much. But then, yeah, just like a few months ago, Millie was, I think when she, when Bonnie moved out and Millie got to move into her room, I think she, yeah. she listened to a One Direction song while she was setting up her room and she went, oh, that is a good song. What are, they, what are, what are their other songs? And just wow. started binging listening and went, all of their songs are amazing and has been obsessed ever since. Um, wow, and I got to tell you, they're good. They're, I got a lot yeah. of respect for One Direction. They're a qual- they're a quality outfit. Quality they, boy band. Were they a bit like Spice Girls, where their earliest this their latest stuff was better than their earliest stuff? Like they kind of started to evolve a little bit before yeah. they broke up. Hey, hey yeah. Carl, Carl, yeah. what are you, what are you talking about? What are you saying there? Yeah. Spice World or whatever that song is. <laughs> that that's the greatest song of all time. And that's the, off their second album. So Sp- yeah. Spice Up Your Life. Yeah, that's the best song ever. That's the best Spice Girls song by a mile. Uh, it's good. Although the One Direction uh, guys do have a song called Best Song Ever. And it is, I mean, is it the best song ever? I don't know, but it is a great song. Is um, it? <laughs> shit. I, sh- I never listened to it. The only song I used to hear was at the gym and it was that um, 
Yeah, no, you're beautiful. That's yeah, what yeah. makes you beautiful. Yeah. And That's I wanted to first... throw stuff at the TV. Like it That's was their just first like, one. Yeah. And I just hate the whole idea of that. Yeah. And yeah. I also find it weird when you get four guys singing about one girl. Like they have there's to five, have. There's five. There's five guys, man. There's Whatever. Five. However on. many. Hey, hey, hey. They're interchangeable. Millie most will of them. be listening and she'll be very upset if you don't get this. Right. How do you know they're singing about one girl, Carl? Because they always, because they're, they're one, they're effectively four, five. But the film clip of a single personality. That's what the Spice Girls were and the all those bands are. It's someone that appeals to everyone. They all make up know. one person. So when you have the film clip, they have to put four or five women in it so it doesn't seem weird. But they're also they're always just singing about one person. But the, in the film clip, they all had different different girls. Yeah, because that film clip has to do that. Otherwise, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> but it has been the soundtrack for Lockdown 2 for me, nonstop. Yeah. So you're into um, them. You're into them. Yeah, they're really not, good. And they, nonstop they, one day. Okay. Considering I didn't feel like they were around for that long, but they put in about four or five years yeah. um, together and they churned yeah, out five, yeah. five albums. Uh, Are you one, serious? One without Zane. And they're all, all the albums had a lot of songs on them, like 17 songs, 18 songs Jesus. on each album. So they've got about 80, 80 songs. And there's not a lot of filler, i got to tell you. I mean, wow. it's, just, it's just quality pop. It's just well done, well-crafted pop. So and, a um, better and hit I say, ratio. don't be afraid of it. Okay. Um, so it's better uh, than Madonna then. The, the important question to ask at uh, at this time yeah. is uh, who's your favourite one D, Rick Brown? Oh. Uh, it it oscillates. Um, it's it's tough. It's definitely it? it's a lot different than when I didn't know anything about them. When you just yeah. gravitate towards Harry, um, right? Because you know he's got a lot going on. He's very likable, but he now seems that I've, like a cool guy. He's yeah. into cool music. He dresses yeah. how he wants. Yeah, like, he is cool. But now I've got a soft spot for Zane as well. But that's quite the thing. But the underrated one, I think, is Louis. Um, he was the. He, he's pretty underrated because I don't even know yeah, who that Louis. is. Which Louis Theroux. Louis Theroux. <laughs> yeah. Just doing an undercover doco. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he never got the uh, the, the props. And, okay. Um, he was the. He was the, the he was the funny one. He was the funny one. Is he the blonde haired guy? Nah, that's yeah. Nile. That's Nile, mate. Yeah, uh, that's he's the Irish one. Who's the guy that shaved his head? Oh, it was an Irish one. That's okay. Liam. That's Liam. Yeah. And who did yeah, you I say? Know every, I know. I know everything. Louis. Louis. I still don't know who Louis is. Nah, <laughs> I nah. don't know which one he is. That's the thing. Underrated. Like, okay. Underrated. But he. Who's the? He has carried had... all the weight in the interviews and everything. Like if he needed a little oh, bit really? of personality. Yeah. And uh, someone to. He was your Ringo. Spark some energy. He was yeah. going to Louis. <laughs> Like okay, it, you, you wind Louis up and you set him off, and he'll he'll entertain. Nice, that's, that's has Louis had a career since. They have all um, released solo albums. Yeah, and um, Louis got a Louis probably the least again, right? The least acclaimed uh, yeah. of all of them. Uh, when I say Millie's obsessed, it might be me who's obsessed. <laughs> um, I know a fair amount about One Direction uh, when they were together and now when they're apart. Um, Was there a documentary? Did they do a, a on the Fly in the Wall documentary for One D movie? They did a concert film. Um, which we watched a few weeks ago, uh, which was, mm. and it was a bit of a documentary concert film, bit of, you know, cut between yeah. the two. And, um, and just yesterday, as part of the 10 year anniversary celebrations, they released um, a, a concert in, um, in Milan, ah. which we were watching nice. just uh, before we started recording this podcast. Nice. Uh, because oh. it's only available for 24 hours, guys. Uh, oh, really? I think, gonna, I think you guys are going to miss out. But <laughs> again, they put on a good show. They One put direction. on a good show. Yeah. If anyone wants to go down memory lane, is feeling nostalgic for a simpler time, and you don't mind a bit of you know well-crafted pop, I I can highly recommend 
going into the One Direction. I would I would recommend their third and fourth album as peak One Direction. It right. was when they as when they were big, so they had more control over there. Sure, you know they weren't just doing what they were told. They had they were involved in more of the songwriting. And what were their big their- songs off? Sorry. What were the big songs of that? Those two albums. Oh, I would I know them? Up. Or oh, okay, don't worry. I don't reckon. I don't reckon you would. Yeah, I didn't know there were five of them. So. But also early on, the first two albums, <laughs> yeah. um, you listen to them and you're like, this song sounds a lot like an Ed Sheeran song, and that's right. because he wrote a lot of their songs. Oh, really? In the first two, he he wrote about six or seven of their songs, I think. Right. Okay. Um, I might be overestimating, but yeah, he was a he was a big contributor to the One Direction. Uh, yeah. Sort of Speaking. song catalogue. Speaking of and old you can school, tell, you can tell when it's an Ed Sheeran song as well because it sounds exactly <laughs> like an Ed Sheeran song. <laughs> Does it have white guy rap in it? Yeah. Uh, oh, he might have held that back. He was saving uh, that for his own for career. Him. That's wise me. <laughs> was this before he was Ed Sheeran, or was he still he was Ed Sheeran but not? Ed, it would have know, been like on the cusp. Yeah, he house. was uh, he was sort of Ed Sheeran, but he was he was not Ed Sheeran as we know him today. Yeah, uh, okay, cool. He wasn't Ed Sheeran Divide Plus top multiply no, albums. Yeah, yeah he um, was. Speaking of uh, old school pop uh, reinvented, mm. uh, then uh, Jocelyn played me the new Taylor Swift album. Ooh, uh, I've oh, heard things. Good, uh, yeah, me too. And, and I'm is, not a big fan either. So. It is a, a complete return to a kind of country pop acoustic Taylor Swift style, the entire album. Oh, I can't remember if Carl is for country pop now or against country pop. I like old. (laughs) You like old country. Yeah. Like I like pavement-esque country when they do sort of country-esque stuff. But the country, like like Garth Brooks sort of country. I don't know. This is Tay-Tay country. I think Taylor would be more on your alt side than your Mm. your Garth Brooks side. Yeah. I've also, because I've been reading in the New York Times with it all snooty and stuff, they're saying it's the album, she's written the right album for the age. Like it's it's fitting for the moment. Yeah, it's the the isolation album. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, So get on board, everyone. Hey, we Diana Apple. I don't know if I spoke about this ages ago, but her dropped an album not that long ago. ago. Yeah. She she lives in isolation. She barely ventures out of her house. She's not on any socials. She's not connected to anything. So she has no idea of where music is at. She just makes her music. Yeah. This her last album's worth listening to. It's fucking wild. It's amazing. And then just like this is bonkers. Yeah, it's crazy. It's really great. What's up with you, Fiona Apple? What's up with you? (laughs) I've been listening to. Uh, Pine Grove again because, as I say, I uncancelled them, and uh, <laughs> their last album was uh, uh, really great. Uh, and they get into them. They've re-released uh, their. They last... are the epitome of alt country. What are you talking yeah. about? Are oh. they? They're kind of folk, folky, I reckon. Um, yeah, so okay, folky. alt folk country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like folk is folk is where you've you've drawn the line, actually, isn't it? You yeah. bon- Bonnevere just killed folk for you. He did well. No. I, I put on his first album or his good album, the one yeah. that had all his good songs on it. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like I was, and I used to love that album. And then yeah. the other one that killed it for me was Mumford and Sons. Like they were just the most. <laughs> now I look at them and go, you fucking tweet fuckers. Like, I, wouldn't, just, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't. Mumford and Sons aren't folk, I don't think. Like they don't, oh, fit, you wash your they don't fit into my indie folk. Uh, Carl's, uh, Carl's put them in, in the folk basket okay. and he is set that basket on fire. He's not they interested. Were, right. But they were of a particular time and there was a whole bunch of music oh, exactly yeah, yeah. the same as yeah. that. And it was just, it's like, it's like, well, what's cool? You know, now they're like emo goths or something because that's yeah, cool. Yeah. Like they've just completely changed. It's just yeah. like, oh God. It's I've, been enjoying, I've been enjoying yes. a uh, playlist on Spotify. Check it out. It's called Fresh Finds Indie. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it is. Uh, I don't know uh, if it's for you, Carl. I don't know if it's for you. I've been really. Just, I just hate music. We've <laughs> <laughs> nice. really, really enjoying that uh, spot. It's a Spotify crafted one themselves. So uh, uh, oh, cool. check it out. It's. Um, uh, I've been really, really enjoying that. And uh, something for Kate have released a couple of new singles oh, in the yeah. last month. Oh, really? Well. Yeah, they're coming out with a new album very soon. There's two singles oh, out. Brilliant. Uh, and it is great. Something for Kate, like just perfect, oh, yeah. perfect, good. Uh, Aussie rock, something for Kate, classic stuff. Yeah, uh, Paul Dempsey's so, voice, still good. Right, still voice. fucking amazing. Like he really had a real good. Glow up. Oh yeah. Because, like he was always, he was pretty good. Like when he first came out, the first yeah. something for Kate album, he had like an mm. interesting voice. But then I don't know, he really got control of his vocal capabilities somewhere and along the way, and you're just like, at, man, you sound amazing these days. What's going on with you? And he's a yeah. beautiful writer. Like he writes all the so- songs, all the lyrics and stuff like that. And they're just, underrated modern poet. That's what um, I think of him. Yeah, as. yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love him. Um, here is uh, a public service announcement fact: the mm-hmm. yellow sweat stains commonly found on t-shirts in the armpit region mm-hmm. are caused by a reaction with deodorants rather than <gasps> sweat. Oh, That's really? why you get those stains. It's not your sweat, folks. It's your attempts to stymie that sweat yeah. that are causing them stains. Oh, I if don't you just left well enough alone, you wouldn't have those stains. And if you don't wear deodorant and you've got those stains. You've got a medical condition. You need help. <laughs> but I don't wear deodorant, but I get like, my t-shirts get to a certain age where Miriam's like, I'm going to chuck this one. you got to chuck it. Because you're not wearing deodorant. The smell gets into your t-shirt. I guess. Like, That's a like I've got situation. T- I've got t-shirts from when I was the AD at Info Melbourne and I put it on and my body heats up the t-shirt <laughs> and it's like, it's like Louis Pepe Le Pew and everyone's like fucking running get through the doors. Smashing through windows just to get away. Yeah, it's just rank. Yeah. Sam and I have been using Aesop and Aesop deodorant, which is oh, kind of uh, ooh, fancy a natural and you guys, one. Guys, did you win the lottery? You've got yeah, what's going on? Aesop the, deodorant. The, the thing what's with the happening? Aesop deodorant is you need one like spritz and that's it. Like it's all just ah. essential oils and stuff. It costs uh, a pretty penny, but that penny lasts a while. You know what indeed, I'm saying? Indeed, indeed. Um, <laughs> much, much longer than a, a can of links. Yeah. <laughs> links. Links Africa. Uh, <laughs> dolphins, dolphins yeah. like humans, cannot drink seawater. The only source of liquid they consume is from the food they eat. They've got to eat watery food. Oh, wow. Otherwise, they would dehydrate. So I guess other fish are watery. I don't know. I mean, they're I not fish. I take other fish, but fish are watery. Well, well most, most living to. things are made of water, aren't they? Look, like, we're mainly water. Yeah. Learn to walk dolphins. I'm just surprised dolphins don't eat more humans. We're full of water. Mate, that's our number one yeah. thing. Maybe sharks are just dolphins, dolphins in disguise? Yeah, they're Possibly. just thirsty. Dolphins are but smart enough. Wanna, but they don't want to ruin their brand? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Put on the shark suit and get <laughs> yeah. us some water because we are thirsty. <laughs> All right. You can't drink all this water that we're in. You can't drink it. There's been more shark attacks. Like I, every time you turn on the news now, it's like, you know, person from here. But yeah, shark attacks everywhere at the moment. Maybe a shark is a dehydrated dolphin. Oh. You know when you dehydrate, you sort of, you go yeah. back. And so, <laughs> I mean, that's what a shark is. When dolphins get to the point where they're dehydrated, they, yeah, yeah they, 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 they shark out. Okay. They shark just out. go hunting. They just go oh, hunting for some. Out. Big sources of water. So not only code. Not Take only are we are we standby actors, we're now standby research developments. So <laughs> uh, if you have a grant that you can't give to someone, you can give it to us, and we'll prove that sharks are, are, are dolphins, thirsty dolphins. 
Um, oh, hey, we've been doing, we've been going for quite a while. Yeah, we oh, should, we should push off. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, mean, I guess I said all facts? I can say about, I, I've got nothing else to say about One Direction, I guess. So I'm all out. Um, <laughs> I've said as much as I can. Um, what can I say? The, the uh, cheapest just to- Michelin star rated restaurant in the world is a street food stand in Singapore. What? A single a single meal costs you just a dollar fifty US. Wow. Oh, Michelin star. I don't know. We did recently. Did you? Uh, a f- we went to Singapore years and years ago, two thousand and four ish. Yep. Um, for an Imperial Melbourne um, junket, uh, and one of the people on that trip sent us video footage of of when we were there. They'd edited. They'd had a bunch of footage of us old videotapes turned to digital yeah and so oh, i really gonna watch i was like oh you I, I, haven't, I haven't watched it yet uh, i look forward to it very funny it starts very funny where we're just like <laughs> we're just like oh this is gonna be a long trip but then it, <laughs> it works out great it's a, it, i think that was almost the first time i'd been overseas that trip it really? was maybe my Second, because I think yeah. I went to Hong Kong for a um another Impro Melbourne thing, uh, and then Singapore. So, yeah, yeah, it was a wild well. trip, and you definitely get a sense of uh, that we were young and uh, there for a, there for <laughs> there a, good, for a good time, time. Not for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and just to close out, I did Google uh, left-handers looking awkward on Wheel of Fortune. There is no video, but there is a lengthy. Aww. Reddit thread about it. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, Reddit. Everything you ever wanted is on Reddit. And everything you didn't want is on Reddit. Cool. People are, are people suggesting that they have a left-handed only contestant day and reverse the wheel. Yeah. Wow. Flip it down. Flip it, I'll reverse it. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, well, good to be chatting again, guys. Um, Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Uh, if you've got anything, just uh, drop us a line on the Facebooks or wherever you can get in touch with us. We really uh, covered the range of human experiences on this podcast tonight. No, we really we covered did. it. It's not Ups much we didn't touch on. No. You're welcome, listeners. You're yeah. Welcome. You don't know what you're going to get. <laughs> We're a mixed bag. We're not just random facts. No. We're random experiences. We uh, talk wish about me, life. Wish me luck. Wish uh, uh, me some chuckers for tomorrow. I've got a call oh, yeah. back. Good luck, May man. You get the part or at least it. get the standby. Be standby. Uh, yeah. I, I want right. first or second. Uh, so I'm, many chances to win. Uh, no. And then go to Reese and then buy all the baths. Go all buy bath. every single $100 bath and then yeah. just and then sell them sell for them 300 on. bucks. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, I'm there. He's in the bath business. Yeah. <laughs> come you to my bath. Jason Geary, the bath king. <laughs> come, come to my bath showroom. Bath Emporium. 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 Well, we, have, awesome. <laughs> we have two baths here at the moment, uh, as Whoa. well as the one that's in the thing, because we uh, we bought a, uh, we yeah, there was a bath error. So, uh, <laughs> so we have, everyone we, ordered baths at the same time. We Not currently, the other person was ordering baths. We currently have three baths in the house. One is plumbed in. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> well, you're living, you're living the dream. I'm living yeah. the bath dream. <laughs> you, you don't need deodorant. No. <laughs> All right, Groovers. Well, uh, we'll talk to you again next week. Good to talk to you guys. I'll catch you soon. See ya. Dehydrate my dolphins, hooly doolies. <laughs> and...